Hello and welcome back to Fantasy Hockey Picks and Bets. I'm your host, DJ Mitchell, here to go over the seven-game Friday NHL slate of action. And boy, have I been on a bit of a heater, so I'm hoping to continue it here on Friday. I just want to say thank you to everyone in the community that's been involved with it. You know, I got a lot of people that I think come over from this show that have been, you know, really banging the drum for me. I know it's something that it's not going to last forever, right? You're not going to hit... Um, you know, seven of eight, six, five of six, uh, every single night. I know we've been close. We've been so close to getting that big money. I'm hoping Thursday night's the night when I'm recording it right before. Um, and you know, if, if it hits, I'm probably gonna have to do a bonus show on Saturday. I know, I know, I already know. So we're going to get into it though. Let's get into Friday. Let's try to keep it going. You know, the process stays the same. Let's keep jamming at it. I, you know, we've also just been lucky with how many, how many goals and, you know, totals have gone over lately. It's kind of that time of the year. We're getting uh, a ton of of fun, uh, exciting hockey. This has been a great year for uh, people that are getting into the sport. I know, you know, there's been a lot of uh, talk about, you know, oh, you know, is hockey, uh, you know, growing is, is the, the league doing enough maybe to get the fans involved, get people betting, you know, that's the big thing I talk about. I think we're finally getting there. So let's, Get into Friday. Let's stay hot. Let's enjoy it. Thanks to everyone that's reached out. You know, friends, if you're listening, you know, thanks for sticking with me. Um, let's get into this though. Let's have a good Friday. Um, uh, and we have uh, I what I believe is another really really strong slate. So we're gonna start with a game that isn't that strong though. Unfortunately, not one of my favorites. But it is the um, Rangers home with probably Igor Shosturkin against a back-to-back Islanders team. Uh, the under is already in my bet pool, minus 110, under five and a half. It should be Shesterkin or Sorokin. I guess we don't know that for a fact at this point because we don't know if Sorokin is going to be back. But he did skate with the team on Thursday and is considered day-to-day. And they said, like, he isn't going to play. But, you know, I think he'll probably be back for this one against the Rangers personally. Or else, yeah, this could be a bad bet to take right now. You can wait it out because it's probably not going to move off five and a half. Um, but in general, with this game, I think that the Rangers are a really good defensive team playing against a team that doesn't really do a ton to trade offense. They've been better as of late, the Islanders at creating offense, but they're just not that good in general. So what I think I'm going to do here is bet the under. Um, I might honestly take an under two, uh, like a minus uh, you know, one and a half. Uh, they're uh, under two and a half goal total um, for the Islanders. It might not be plus money, but I'm okay with that. Um, we don't have it up right now or just quite yet, but I think it's a good bet. It's, you know, it's, it's definitely one of those things where you're kind of, again, gambling on just if you bet it too early. So you might want to wait it out, but I can't imagine they go back to Georgiev after he gave up just a solid four goals, 1.7 expected. Um, the Rangers uh, in general have been, and I talked about this on the live stream I did Wednesday, they've really been one of the best teams at not allowing a lot of shot attempts against. So I'm not going to be looking at props for the Islanders at all. I might look at the Rangers, but I scrolling down the list of all of the players on this entire slate of action, you've got to get past the first 25 into the 30s before you find one player in Artemi Panarin, which is not a great, great guy getting the puck on net that has been putting up enough shot attempts to, you know, uh, in general. So like, if you look at every single player on the slate and their individual quarterly for it per game, Panarin is the first one in this entire game at five, around five, what, five and a half, I think uh, 5.1 shot attempts per game over the last 10. I mean, that's not going to be enough for me to want to push a two and a half at minus money. 
So I'm not going to touch this game. I think if you do anything here, you take cop to get a point as long as Strom is still out and you take maybe a certain save prop, but I don't think they're going to get enough shots to make it worth your while. So I, you know, my favorite bets here, if Sorokin's in, I think you just take the under for sure. Um, I think you could take his safe prop because I think the Rangers should outshoot them by a good bit. The Islanders have been porous defensively, but other than that, I think I'm going to move past this game, um, include a couple props and the under, and that's it. So game number two is my Buffalo Sabres retiring Rick Jennerette. Um, one of great announcers, at least in my era. I, I know that some people might get annoyed by some of his calls, but when you grow up like I did, listening to Top Shelf uh, like 20 times a, a week when I was a kid, listening to his greatest calls. Um, and now when you get older, you cry yourself to sleep listening to him because you haven't seen a modicum of success in the past decade. Uh, okay, let's get back to the game. So the Sabres are underdogs here. It's probably Saros versus Anderson. The Sabres have been really bad at creating hiding your chances, but they've been taking enough shots. Um, I think that Saro's save prop is really, really in play for that reason, because I don't think he's going to give up a ton of goals, but you are still getting like the added upside of, you know, the, the Sabres taking shots like they did against Winnipeg. Um, you know, Saros in net last time out was awesome. He had a, not a great game the game before. I think he could be back on track. He could play a good game here in Buffalo. This Nashville team is trying to get, you know, out, kind of out of the wild card, or at least the wild card one spot and avoid playing Colorado, yeah, that's a lot to play for. It really is. So I don't think this team's going to roll over and die. Um, with all this being said, the Sabres, you know, for all the shots they took, like I said, they only had a three expected goals on like 38 shots. That's really not that great. Like you're just not getting quality chances. Um, well, actually, I'm looking at the wrong game, so that doesn't help. They four expected goals. Okay. Yeah. All right. Not, not quite so bad. But again, it's against the team that is the worst in the league in Winnipeg last time out at um, expect, uh, well, like, giving up the high your chances. So you're going to get a boost there. I don't think they're going to get that against Nashville, who I think is a bit better defensively and has a guy like Ekholm that is just playing on fire. Um, I think if you can find him to get a, you know, a shot prop or a point, you can put that in the mix, but I don't think you're going to find it very uh, frequently on a lot of the books, unless if you have a, a book that goes kind of crazy. I know like the bar stools and stuff have like every single possible player. Um, so you can look on some of those books for Ekholm. Um, he's also a really, really good punt option at, 3,200. I don't think he's going to be overlooked on DraftKings, though. We just had a 32.9 in a winning DraftKings lineup the last time they played against Ottawa. Might not get, you know, hammered, but oh, the, the whole thing in this game, if you're going to bet anything on any money line, I think you just take the Nashville minus 1.5 and assume that the Sabres run kind of starts to hit a stall. I think if we would have had this, you know, a few weeks ago and said, hey, Nashville one might minus, you know, my, a goal and a half puck line plus 135. You would have been like, yeah, yeah. Uh, obviously, I guess the Sabres, I'm going to take that. I, I, I don't think the Sabres team is going to stick around. It, and I'm a fan. I mean, I don't think they're going to stay here for very long. I'm not going to touch any of the money lines or the or the over under or anything. I'm just going to take Saros shot prop or save prop. And that's it. Uh, not anything else. <laughs> I, I've been burned by Forsberg too much. So we'll move over to our third game of the night which is one that I'm, I would say a lot more excited for in general, because I think Tampa's in just a, a supreme spot at home against the back-to-back -back, um, Chicago team. Tampa's one of the best teams in the league. Uh, they're again, kind of fighting jostling for playoff position. Uh, I'm going to take Tampa team total over three and a half. I might even take it over four and a half because Chicago's probably going to have Lincoln in the net. I don't think we got a confirmed starter quite yet for Thursday, but I, you know, it's either Lincoln or Dalia and they both really stink. So it doesn't really matter to me. Um, the Leah gave up, you know, 
he has two games on the year. He's given up six goals in the two games he's played. Lankinen just got, you know, cranked by the Sabres back-to-back over five goals allowed games. So either or against Tampa, who is really rolling, I, I say right now, they've been looking just a lot better and they're really popping. Um, you know, they, they did really outplay Carolina in that last matchup. They won in overtime. And the top line for Tampa uh, is Stamco's point and Kucherov. So that's pretty cool. Um I think that they're going to be a somewhat popular second DFS. I would be surprised if they weren't. Kucherov only 7,100. Like that is insane. So the four man with Hedman is definitely going to be something I'm going to include in my mix. It's going to be the most, you know, played stack of the entire night. Uh, without a doubt in my mind, some people might get some you know, Edmonton, but they're playing St. Louis. So we'll, we'll get to that game. But Tampa one's going to be mega chalk. I'm still going to play it because I really like it a lot. I'm going to be playing multi point props in this game for anyone on that line. I really think you could reasonably you know straight bet all three of them to have a point um or multi-point and just hope that that line goes for two three goals and they all get involved in it that's really a way to kind of maximize the outcome because they are all playing at five on five and on the power play together which is really rare if we get a note that this changes you know you don't have to bet that right now you can't even bet it as i'm recording uh you can wait until we get that news and we should get it the tampa beat reporters are awesome but i'm not looking any further than that chicago is bad they have 1.6 expected goals against buffalo and they scored five that isn't going to happen against tampa bay i don't even care if brian elliott's in net so i'm not touching them at all because they're going to get smacked let's if they don't get smacked ah god then tampa just didn't try so our next game yeah it's going to be ottawa at detroit red wings i mean just really really ugly um i i you know it's kind of the situation where we have two teams that can both wow you one night and disappear the next um i've seen detroit you know, in the last game, 1.7 expected goals, they get four, as I already mentioned, against a really inferior goalie. I don't know who we're going to have for Ottawa in net, but if it is Forsberg, I, I genuinely think he's a fine goalie. If it's Sogard, I don't know a ton about Sogard, to be honest. Um, he hasn't played a single game yet this year. It could be him. If that is the case and I get that news, I'm probably just going to jam the over because I'm just going to assume that there's enough goal scoring to get it done. The one thing that I promise you I will bet because he pops like no one else is ready to chuck the score. I, I continue to go back to it because I get it around plus, you know, 200 some nights and, and 180 around there. I was what I'm expecting here on this slate. And he just keeps popping at like McDavid dry little numbers for what his individual expected goals are. If he's shooting, he can have it at any night. It just comes down to, you know, our, you know, teams are taking him away on purpose because he's their best player. So are we going to get that level of, of Brady the Chuck? Um, he did score, uh, the only goal scorer against Nashville last time out. Um, him, Norris, and Batherson are rolling together. I do think this is a DFS lineup construction you should start with, is those three. You don't need to include a defenseman, but Brandstrom does make a lot of sense to get you some savings. And you can include it with Tampa, and I think you can make it work, but I'm, you might not. You might just be stooped, honestly, and you're really going to be having like a two-off uh, kind of combo versus a lot of the field. So if you do play it, um and, and jam it together and, and somehow i'm not sure if you can afford it I, i'll try it before i finish the show you're gonna be duped pretty heavily because i think a lot of people are gonna go that route and i think there's some other combos that will work if you're gonna play ottawa you might just want to go with something like a rangers um and, and hope that you know as long as the work is done and even if he isn't i think you just go with it and pray because you're gonna get massive chalk on ottawa one i think and um 
Tampa won. Uh, I think, you know, there's a chance that Detroit won has some ownership, but I'd be kind of shocked if it was anywhere near what Ottawa won is. Uh, but Bertuzzi, Larkin, and Bayman are all together. Bertuzzi's done really well in, as far as rage stats are concerned over the last five. So you might want to include him as a, a guy for a shot prop. Both these teams like to give up shots against, but that's just because they're both bad. So I, I don't know what to exactly expect here because we're not, they're not playing a good team. And these teams have played against much better teams because uh, most teams are better than them. So it's, it's going to be kind of an interesting game uh, from a prop perspective. But favorite bet here is probably just um, Brady to score, Brady to have a point, maybe even a power play point. Uh, Batherson probably as, as well, depending on what his line's at. Uh, but we'll move forward to um, the next game, which <clears throat> is, you know, this, now we're kind of going to get into the, the next two games, which are like very much more like playoff uh, centric, interesting, fun stuff. So we have St. Louis at Edmonton, which is, I'd say the marquee matchup of the night, um, just the best game in general to watch. It's the only six and a half over under, um, which is to say that both of these teams have been scoring, but I, you know, I'm not sure if I'm intrinsically in love with it. I do get it because uh, Edmonton is involved in a lot of overs because, well, number one, they score a lot. Number two, they shoot a lot. Uh, over the last 10, they've been in the top five as far as Corsi four. Um, I, I definitely could see a narrative where this game gets there on that over six and a half, but I'm not going to touch it personally. I think I'd rather just bet Edmonton here as one of my favorite bets of the night at minus 135. Uh, you know, they're definitely going to be in my mix. Um, I just don't really see uh, kind of the, the path to where St. Louis is the better team and it's pretty close to a pick them. So I, I might even take the puck line just at the, you know, just for fun. Cause I think puck lines are kind of more fun to bet. Um, St. Louis is kind of always in, in my models, a bit more of a paper tiger, a bit more of a team that kind of overperforms or expected. And Edmonton is a team that you can kind of, you know, sometimes that works out because Edmonton's goaltending is bad, but I'm not going to bet on it here. I think that St. Louis is going to try to slow pace as much as they can. They are kind of back to full health and besides defense. So they, you know, O'Reilly with Perron and Saad, Thomas, Tarasenko, Busnevich. Um, I think that's a lot better than what they had before, but you know, I just don't think the St. Louis team is really all that good. So Huso uh, has played a bunch in a row. We could get Bennington here as well. That's why I'm going to bet it now because I think it's going to be Bennington. Um, they've been on the road for a little while. They kind of got to give them a start. Bennington's been pretty bad lately. He hasn't won a game since February, um, and we're going into April. So I'm going to bet on it, and, and if it's Huso in net, I don't know. He's played so many games lately. Maybe he does blow this one. So I'm going with Edmonton. Props, Drysaddle's been really kind to me. I've been jamming him. Um, he has a, a really good rate stats. I don't think I'm going to get too crazy with this one. I just don't think you need to go off the board. Um, Kane, Pogliarvi, and McDavid are aligned together. Pogliarvi's not getting power play time, though. That He didn't get any, but they really only, won run, only run one unit, which is why Hyman might get a little more of a look from some of the DFS community with Dreisaitl. Um, Yamamoto also not on that top power play. So you're kind of looking at like a Kane, McDavid, Hyman, Dreisaitl. I think you could go with the full stack, especially if Bennington's in net, to get away from a lot of the chalk. But I think it's all in or all out. Um, and if you do go all out on Edmonton, you could get unique by playing the St. Louis goalie because I don't think you're going to be hammered on. And they have a really good upside to get the 35 save bonus. So we'll move forward um, to the other game with big playoff implications. This game burned a lot of people. I, I tweeted about it. A lot of people had the over with uh, you know Seattle at Vegas. Now it's Vegas at Seattle, or maybe it was the same last time. I don't even know. Um, I was saying like I just don't trust Seattle to score goals. Like that's the problem here. And Seattle didn't. Um, they decided not to score any goals, which, which what I, you know, I, oh boy, if I, if you told me shut out, I would have been like, eh, maybe not. That wasn't Seattle last time. So same exact game, same exact script, um, same arena. 
It should be different goaltenders, though. We're expecting Leonard to be playing Grubauer in net. Leonard could be, maybe not quite back yet, but he should be. Um, yeah, I think a lot of people are going to be scared on the over. I get it. I don't think, I just don't think Seattle's any good. Seattle's expected goal were a solid 1.9. That's what they do. And when they don't get that lucky bounce, that lucky break, or that, you know, strong goal, because strong Donato are the guys that shot and had all, what, all, like, they were four times the expected goals of most of their players, because of course they are. I talk about how good they are all the time and they get no love, but um, this team stinks and they're just not good goal scorers. And when they, when they don't get luck, they cannot score. So I would stick with Vegas here. Um, I think that's probably obvious. Uh, it's, you know, minus 170. I think it's a decent parlay piece because they need to win. They're the better team. They really outplayed them last time. They're running 11 and seven. They're giving, you know, Stephenson or Stevenson, Eichel, Marcuso, all the minutes. Marcuso shot prop is going to be jammed in by me. That's one of my favorite props of the night for sure is Marcuso. Um, he had uh, a million attempts in the last game. Actually, let's pull it up. I have it right here. Marcheseau, who was actually second in um, expected goals, had two get blocked, two missed the net, and five on net. So a ton of opportunity for him. I think it's going to be back there again. Um, I'm going to definitely roll with it. So I think you can include a, a defenseman on Vegas real, real easy in a stack as well. So if you do go Marcheseau with, you know, uh, Carlson and, and Armadio were the, the three, but if you, if you include Eichel with it, I think it makes some sense. Um, kind of maximize the upside because I think this Vegas team could run run house on them. I might go with the Vegas over three and a half. Again, it, it burned me by one goal last time. I'm going to go back to it though, because that's how I roll. Um, we'll move to the final game of the night. Get you on out of here. We have just a doozy. I mean, everyone's going to be sitting up till as late as possible to watch Anaheim play Arizona. Uh, Anaheim is my favorite bet of the night, minus 125. I'm wearing the jersey. I think Anaheim stinks. I'm going to start by saying that, but I think they're infinitely better than the Coyotes who just lost their best player. Um, a terrible injury. Don't watch the video unless if you are a uh, Satanist because uh, it looks like Keller broke his leg. I was watching the game. It, it was one of those things that you like saw it and like immediately like he broke his leg and he didn't move. And it was, I hated it. Hated every second of it, but without him, they are, I mean, they just went from like the team that's giving up the most shot attempts and a team that's having the least shot attempts to a team that's going to be worse than that because their best player on offense is now out. Their only difference maker is now out. A team that had 2.6 expected goals and scored five in large part because of random players like Jenik um, are now without their best player. So yeah, Anaheim is just a superior team. They should have better goaltending. They have uh, Trevor Zegras, who I'm definitely going to bet his shot prop, his goal prop. He hit the post last time and had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine shot attempts, um, five on net. So I'm going to be jamming Zegras in a lot of different capacities. I think in general, this Anaheim team is going to get overlooked in DFS. Maybe some people get there because they go with you know, Tampa and maybe a higher price piece, but I think they might end up getting overlooked because, uh, they're bad. Uh, Zegras, Terry, and Grant were the line. Grant's not the top power play, so I think he's an easy piece to leave out of that stack. But Zegras and Terry together are just really good players um, that can score goals in bunches. I think that they're going to get overlooked. And if we, especially if we don't get Vizmelka in net, which he's played every game for the entire month, I believe, um, it's going to be a guy named Joseph Koronar, um, who in his only game, had, well, he came in in relief, had uh, six saves on seven shots. So I don't know. That's uh, not great. But Anaheim won. You know, Zegras is 4,800. Grant's 32. So if you want to get that cheap piece, but Terry's 45. It, it might get some ownership against Arizona, but I don't think it's going to be enough. 
Um, so I'm going to take Anaheim. I'm going to take their team total probably over three and a half because I have no respect for this Arizona team and even less now, but favorite by the night, minus 125 <clears throat> Anaheim. That's the top one. I'm going to pair that right now with the, <clears throat> God, the under in the Rangers game. Uh, and I don't think I can get the team total yet for Tampa. Let's see. It's not there yet, but I'm going to put it with the team total over two and a half for Tampa. Um, and those are be my three favorite bets of the night for props. I've already given you a bunch, but I'll tweet them out. So if you don't remember, you didn't take notes, I'll tweet them out for you. It's going to include one from every game. Zegers is going to be involved. Marcus is going to be involved. Uh, Dreisaitl, Brady the Chuck, one of the points, Stamkos Kucherov. I'm going to, going to take a look into that. And probably, oh my God, that Nashville Sabres game. Saros State prop. Perfect. Those are going to be the mix. So thank you. Rate, review, subscribe, do all the fun stuff. Uh, I got to go finish my DraftKings lineup, so I'm going to let you go. Enjoy your Friday. Enjoy your weekend. Hopefully, you're enjoying some big winnings. You're tailing me because I've been hot. <laughs> I'm going to brag right now. Take another victory lap, um, and we're all going to just win the money together. Take it from the books. Enjoy your weekend. Mm-hmm.